Now recording. Yes, are we recording? recording. Yes, we have. Yeah, we have but... blue heartbeats. That means we are recording. The Woo! dog looking at the actual recording software program for arguably the first time. Yes, yeah, so I'm getting In very high tech notes. about this situation no, now. What's with the guitar? You can't, can't, just, you can't just twangle the guitar in the background. I got excited yeah. about it. Don't get too excited. Episode 8. Episode very 8, well. is it? It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Wow, you Time can flies. still count all our episodes on your fingers without even having to use unless, your toes. Unless you got into an argument with a shark, in which case you might not be able to. Which is, there's a lot of arguments with sharks happening at the moment. <laughs> we're in the middle of summer and people are panicking about shark attack. You can't just assert, just because we're talking about sharks, there's a can. lot. Of course he can. Of course he can assert that. I feel that sharks are getting, you know, I, I feel that sharks would be thinking they're getting victimised unnecessarily at the moment, you know. So, have there been any notable shark attacks of late? There actually, now that you've mentioned it, and it is surprising for you to make a lucid point, but you, that's actually true. There was one kid, I can't remember where it was, quite recently, that got attacked by a shark. Like, not like, didn't like, lose a whole leg. Mm. But he got attacked by a shark and he got like, sort of bitten mm-hmm. a little bit. Ha- having been bitten by a shark, then went home, had a bowl of Nutrigrain before dr- cycling down to the hospital to get himself patched up. Yeah, you're right, KB. Um, Sam Smith, 17, of Mollybrook, was bitten on the hand and wrist just a short distance off Bannister Head. That's in uh, just that's uh, just outside of Sydney, apparently. Yeah. Right. In the South Wales coast. After attempting to stab a shark in a bid to scare it off. Good on you. <laughs> this kid should be up for Australian of the Year, I think. Does the article mention the fact that he went home and had a bowl of Nutrigrain? Um, I, I can't see anything about the Nutrigrain currently. I, I might um, <laughs> postulate that this is actually a different shark incident. Possibly. In Possibly. which case, Big Dog's point about there being a proliferation of shark incidents it might actually be true. Well, I think that a lot of people are starting to panic that there are a lot more shark attacks when... Really, there isn't. It's just they're a lot more easily reported about, I think, now. Well, it's like when Qantas, you know, had the wheel fall off one day, and then all of a sudden, every second day, the news was mm. filled with, you know, Qantas, Qantas is getting... flights turning back. But not now, because no one cares. Like, Qantas um, is getting dodgy, though, but that's another point. It's like with Malaysian Airlines. You know, a Malaysian Airlines flight now, you, it might turn around for, like, the smallest of faults, but that'll be headline news. You know, mm. you go on the internet, it's like... That's not news. No. It's just sensationalist bullshit. Although that is mostly what news is about these days. Well, okay, let's not go Will Stanton, the ghost. Right. <laughs> all about that. Who The ghost of Will Stanton, who lives in El Casa del Spray Street. At, uh, not in any Apartment sense, 1, to number you know. 16, Spray but, but, Street. No, big, no, big dog, no, no. big dog. We don't do that. I'll just I'll cut that in. Thanks for joining us on episode 8. As always, Nick Barry is here, Kieran Bullock is here, Callum McDonald is here, and we have a special guest all the way from Perth, Western Australia, now Melbourne resident himself, the one and only Mr. Matthew Snelson. Oh, Hello. Thank you. Uh, you should have left out the Melbourne resident. You should have just said all the way from Perth, here for this podcast. Wow. Flown yeah. in just to be a part of this. I tell you it's what, it's it, look... I'm going back to that shark thing. <laughs> That's a great Just segue. tagging back to <laughs> earlier. Well, Matt being a, a Perth boy, True. there's a lot of shark attacks out mm. west, isn't there? Is I there, was, though? I was stabbing sharks and eating YouTube <laughs> Like, 
Do you think it's a Do you think it's a coincidence? It's the that, West Coast um, way. Do you think it's a co- coincidence that uh, the the, the Nutrigrain was made such a deal of? I've just googled Nutrigrain shark attacks, and the first thing that came up <laughs> was the Nutrigrain Iron Man series. I feel like uh, there might potentially be a little mm, bit of um, cross, corporate interest. Yeah, cross. cross well, to be fair, Nutrigrain's ad campaigns are like you know, you're a scrawny thirteen year old boy, <laughs> but if you eat Nutrigrain, you'll be an Iron Man. Or like, you'll be a diabetic, whatever happens right first. <laughs> you just same. smack an insulin right, straight into the veins and then go out there and use the same needle to stab sharks. Like that <laughs> should be the campaign. That should be. If yeah. I was the president of Nutrigrain or Kellogg's, I'd be going, geez, we need to get some sharks into the next advertising campaigns, that's for sure. Just get them right in there. Yeah, yeah. And have a stab. sweet little crossover promotion. Like, you got your Nutrigrain there, mm. you're like, one in every five boxes, get a free spear gun inside yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you could even have, like, Nutrigrains in the sh- in the shape of fins. Well, back mm. in the day. With a couple of holes in it, where you've obviously, because Nutrigrain has the holes in it, that's obviously where the um, the spear gun went through the fin. My, my parents used to tell me about how, back in the day, you used to get a bowl of cereal when they were kids, and you could sometimes get a vinyl record with it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bigger than or boxes. a tape, or a tape. Yeah, 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 fully. And so you might get something like from the Archies or the Monkeys back in the sixties. Fast food. <laughs> do they still do fast toys in cereal boxes, or has that been phased out with you know oh, kids kind of inhaling half a uh, plastic car? No, no, because they don't put it in with. The, they don't put it in the bag with the cereal. Oh, well, that's disappointing. They, it is disappointing. Yeah, it's isn't disappointing. It, really? mm. That that was part of the part of the joy. Was because um, you'd go hunting, you'd, you'd rip cereal. open the, the the bag, and then before you'd even eaten that, you just go hunting through with your big dirty disgusting cereal everywhere. children fingers, cereal, cereal everywhere. everywhere. Then you'd pull out a plastic car worth about four cents. <laughs> then your mum's gone to grab the vacuum because there's just cornflakes everywhere. <laughs> Never really played with any of the toys that found in the cereal. That's because they're shit. Yeah. <laughs> they made the cornflakes taste horrific. I reckon that kid is. Awesome. I reckon that kid's... <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's gone... Hunt him down on Facebook, big dog, and oh, say, hey, mate, love, I'd love you're to. awesome. We should get him on the podcast. Well, Callum's got his name up. We'll hunt him down on Facebook. We'll see if we can get him in via Skype. I'm trying to work out how to record Skype amongst the many technological advancements on the Barry Bullock Hour. Oh, One of which... Let's, oh, let's, yeah, let's there we go. Let's segue to this. This is big news, this ladies and gentlemen. This is big news. Um, if you're not sitting down, I suggest you sit down now, otherwise yeah. you may fall over in amazement because and this is massive. If you're not in a position where you can sit down immediately, I would advise pausing the podcast, maybe switching to another podcast, or maybe some music... We're going to be recording. Oh, here comes Wilton. Just in time for the, the ghost, big announcement. The ghost of oh, Wilton. The ghost of Wilton. Oh, oh then there's a voice this time. Took eight episodes for him to make a noise. Um, but our next episode, we're going to be recording live and broadcasting live. That's right. We're going to be doing it completely live. That's right. So when we hit record, it's going to go straight out. Into the internet where you can listen to it. The internet place. Where you can can listen to it almost instantaneously. Tune in live. If you are one of the many women who've been hoping to know exactly where we live. Well, they probably could have worked out. Frustrated by the the, the interludes of the girl from Eponema many, many times. Now's your chance. We won't be we won't be censoring anything. On to this be podcast. fair, no, I think true. that anyone who wants to know where we actually broadcast our little podcast from, just listen to the first episode. Yeah, or the second, or the third, or the fourth, or the fifth, or the sixth, or the seventh, or even the eighth. But yeah, that was about ten minutes ago. That's right. And you opened with it yet again. 
If we get a knock on the door during the live podcast, that'll all be on you. Oh, I tell you what, it'll be a party. Oh, yeah. Because there's look, I mean, there's actually four people in the living room at the moment. And Wilton just breezed and through. Wilton as per just usual. the ghost has walked straight through. It's so, a very very quick breakfast, Wilton. Has to be said, he only he only went off for breakfast about twenty minutes ago. Good day, Jimmy true. Jams. Getting it done. Jimmy Jams, great, of, uh, great man, runs that place. Giuliano owns Jimmy Jams. He's mm. a great man. He's the, I call him the mayor of Elwood. So, um, <laughs> nicest guy on the street. Ironic uh, as that's what we call you. Mm. Um, <laughs> speaking of places to eat food, Matt or Callum, have either of you ever been to Mrs. Palmer's oh. in the city? Big Dog and I went down to uh, day three of the Boxing Day test which was um, one of the more boring days of live cricket that we've ever witnessed. To paraphrase a fishing-related bumper sticker, the worst day's test cricket is better than the best day of work. That is true. (laughs) And um, feeling a little bit peckish after our fairly uh, uninspiring day of test cricket. It was enjoyable. Mm. Cricket was mediocre. uh, To be fair, it was only really lacklustre and boring if you were an Australian fan. If you're an Indian fan, it was probably pretty exciting. Well, they cheered every single. I mean, (laughs) though. I don't know what the drug trade is like in India, but those guys must They're be high fanatical. on something because yeah. they cheer every single. Every, they are fanatical. They cheer dot balls. They, they oh, you got to admire the passion. Oh yeah, yeah just that was insane. That just is true. Sweet shout out to all the listeners in Delhi. There. Yeah, yeah. and or Mumbai <laughs> perhaps, and uh, and the adjoining countries. Manesh, if you're listening up in Nepal. Oh yes, hello he will Manesh. Be Manesh. Manesh, he loves it, he'll, and he'll, he'll love the fact he's got a personal. Uh, and to the too, Taliban uh, listening and in Pakistan, no, we no, also no, say no, hello to no, you. No, no. Well, you know, even, well, even your most ardent terrorist probably has downtime. Mm. You know, why not listen to some Western the propaganda? Yeah, uh, the BBC. That's it. They probably. I'm sure there's a Taliban podcast. Oh, they probably. We should hunt that down and uh, have a listen. Taliban podcast. I, do you want that to be on your internet search? <laughs> nah. Is that is that what you want? Probably not. Anyhow, but yes, going back to oh, Mrs. Palmer's. Mrs. Palmer's. So, yeah, so Matt, have you been to Mrs. Palmer's? It, I feel like that's a setup. That's like a like you know. Oh, Mrs. Palmer. Is no, that, no, it's a legitimate. The, uh, it's a legitimate no, place. Legitimate okay. place. To all the yeah. to all the listeners who want to know where Mrs. Palmer's is, I think it's on. Little Burke, is it? I can't remember. Up the yeah, top end, the up the top streets. end near between Russell and uh, Spring Street, so up near the Parliament. Just look for the sign with the lady with the big boobs holding a couple of palms. <laughs> That's Mrs. Palmer's. Yeah, I have to admit, I was a little bit dubious about a place that does really just Palmer's. Firstly, and secondly, because I'm, I'm really dubious of any Palmer that's not the original Palmer. Mm. And they do lots of different flavoured Palmers. They do a Greek Palmer and an Indian Palmer. I'm just like... And so what Indian Palmer? Yeah, it's got oh, a curry and stuff on it. Ha- so how many, how many choices would you get there? Well, like, I'm sure Calum can bring up the menu. Like a dozen. I think there's about a dozen a different dozen types different of Palmers. Palmers. So Palmer. the, the original, like, because you're, you're a stickler for the original, I'm you said. I'm absolute stickler. So what is the original Palmer for you? It's got to be, I'm guessing it's got to be a nice piece of ham. Yep. Napoli sauce, of course. Of it's course. not a Palmer without Napoli sauce. That's just, yeah, uh, Cheese. Mrs. Palmer's would disagree. And a good solid schnitz. Yeah, absolutely. And then a side of chips and, chips and salad. A little that's, bit of salad with that, a bit of vinegar. That is absolutely. So, so I was slightly basic, dubious but... going in, but we had a good time, didn't we, Big Doc? They oh, were. Yeah. They're massive for a start. They no, can only get the Palmer on the plate. The chips and the salad come in separate bowls. Mm. That's how big the palmers are. Yeah. Can I just assert here, as as a um, as a as a vegetarian, it was gonna going to be my first question: What's the eggplant parmesan like? And now <laughs> I, I go to the menu. Yeah. Now I go to the menu, and apparently you can get any of their 
famous palmers. Yeah. In vegetarian. In, 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 in an eggplant version. Which wow. is um, so you've, you've got your chicken, you've got your veal, and you've got your eggplant, and then all of your weird variants mm. that I mm. would probably so not ever likely to try. We've got, there's nine different options. There's original margarita, raging Cajun, pepperoni, spanakopita, Mexican roasted pumpkin, mushroom, and the dimmy. I'm going to check out the dimmy. Well, I assume that's a dim sim palmer. Yeah, and that's not going to be A blooming big dim sim, that would have to be, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, no, I think they just whack a few dimmies on top. It's a weird combo. But the the overall point was that it was actually very enjoyable. The decor was fantastic. We were allowed to sit at the bar, which I've always... It was very American doing that. Yeah, but that's probably why I liked it. Mm. And they had a great beer selection. Amazing beer selection. Amazing beer selection. On tap at the moment, they have uh, the the Mountain Goat Summer Ale, Hawthorne Golden Ale. Very good, the Hawthorne Golden. That's what I drank, and I would drink it again. Um, Beechworth Pale, Mornington Pale. Oh, that's what I had in Mornington Pale. Hot Scotch, which is their own house beer. Yep. Coinda Milk Porter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delicious. Ro- rotating taps from Victoria and a cider tap. Now, yes. Going um, back to the Mrs. Palmer and like, have we ever been there before? Well, no. You hadn't been there before? I had not been there before. Well, I, I was actually, as I've mentioned. I haven't told you this story. Or maybe I have. But I actually <laughs> did go there, but pulled out at the last minute with our good friend all the way from Wellington, New Zealand, Billy Penfold. Yeah, right. And I had to bail. So I missed out that time. But did Bill still... Because it seemed oh, like Bill caught Palmer's up with his, and beer. I think Bill caught up with his brother and had a Palmer there. Oh, yeah, that's definitely the sort of place they go to. They both love their beers, the Penfold Oh, boys. yes, Absolutely. they do. And they both love their cricket. Well, well Billy Lutt does anyway. Oh. But uh, Billy actually messaged me the other day. Dedicated listeners of the Barry Bullock Hour will know that Billy was here in a podcast probably about episode four or five. Uh, yeah, yeah. During the cricket, which those. is, believe it or not, four or five was this time last year. That, that, that is outrageous. <laughs> so that's that an average. Of, not great. So that's an average of a podcast every three months, which is uh, yeah. But anyway, well, so Billy messaged me the other day yeah. because I was potentially thinking of going to New Zealand, as to, you mentioned on the previous, to podcast. catch a game of cricket during the World Cup. And Billy said, unable to go to the cricket anymore because he's what? going to be. Let me get my phone out. I want to get the message out properly. Because he bought six tickets to the quarterfinal. So and just I can't said that believe... I'll, I'll deal with it later. Who's oh. going? <laughs> so I'm going to assume, the Kieran... The Prime Minister of New Zealand's been called off on a oh, diplomatic surprising. mission. And it is a diplomatic mission, too. I can't believe you haven't heard this. No, no. I'll have to send him a message. Or I'll just send this to him, and then he can reply. And he said to, to me, in a Facebook message, Big Dog, just thought I'd let you know, bro... Turns out I won't be around for the quarterfinal in Wellington. After all, for good reasons. Oh Instead, I'll be in. I think it's Rarotonga. What? Rarotonga. Oh, Rarotonga. Yeah, yeah Rarotonga with my new lass. Oh! So, Bill. Now I've. Oh, this is where you heard it first, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking news! Wowza! Now this right. could be awkward if the if the lass is no longer on the scene because this was on the thirteenth of Jan, but I'm I'm, I'm oh, hoping that's, that's five days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Rarotonga is a um, one of the Pacific Islands, um, one of the part of the Cook Islands, and it's um, a handy handy destination for New Zealanders because they use the New Zealand dollar. New Zealand how, far, how, how far on the plane is it? Would you say? Oh, I don't know. It's probably two or three hours. But, um, so where it's is very it? Small, it's sort of south of the Pacific Islands. Calum can can Google. Oh, it. so it's not even. No, oh, no, it's not it's New Zealand. It's, right. it's, a, it's in the Cook Islands. But a lot of Kiwis go there because they use the same currency. But wow, I know. I have to say the plot thickens with this because. Oh. 
I, I was excited and I said, please tell me more. <laughs> and I've heard nothing, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> He's we, been strangely we should, we should, quiet. We should, we, should, we, should, um, we should clarify because we all have known Bill for quite a while, like, with the exception of Matt, if you forgive me. Um, it won't take Bill, long. Bill is notoriously, notoriously slow at responding to, to communication mm. um, of any media. That is true. Most of the time. Occasionally, you get a you get a flurry of communication. Yeah. Most of the time, chooses to live his life in the moment. Yeah. I, I, I presume that Bill wasn't talking about the volcano in Auckland, Rarotonga, which is. Also I'd be very surprised. Be not very not surprised. a very popular tourist destination. So I'm, so we need to we need to delve into the mystery of who's this new lad. Yes, and also um, we and should also what's he done with his cricket tickets, which I believe he bought the maximum amount, <laughs> which know. was six. With no real plan of who was going to go with him, he just figured that when the time came, he'd go. He'd find five people. In his defence, he probably shouldn't have too much difficulty offloading them. No, no, no very, so very good, so. very good price as well, fifty bucks for um, the quarterfinal. We should also point out as well, Billy is about to do a walk along the Kokoda Trail too. Is he? Part, right. part of Oxfam. Uh, I'm sure we can look it up. It's on Billy's um, Facebook, but we probably should put a link up to it when we, we put will. this up. Because so, I think he's looking for donations, so if anyone's an avid listener and would like to help our good friend, the beer maker, Billy Penfold, yeah. walk uh, along the Kokoda Trail. I think he's doing it in the middle of the year. Will he, will he be packing a few brews in his satchel? That's the question. Because <laughs> Bill is a man that is known to have a beer... At any time. All day, any day, whatever, there's beer on the way. I'd like to make an announcement as well, just because it seems to be... Announcement time. And, and now we're, we're, on, we're on the topic of beer and, mm. and drinking beer. Last year, Bill ran... No, it was the year before last, sorry. Um, Bill ran the Wellington Half Marathon, yep. um, which is extraordinary. Um, yep. He did, he did Very extremely good. well. Mm. Um, bettered his, his, his wildest ambitions of, of time. Um, the best the best part of that that half marathon was that he in an offhand fashion mentioned that he could do with a brew mm. at the end of the marathon. Yeah. So Kieran and I thought it would be funny to meet him on the finish line with a beer. Yeah. Um, so actually, slightly just before the finish just line. before the finish line. So we, Kieran and I waited around for Bill. I oh, see so you guys were there 40, at the time. We were there at the time, yeah, and we yeah. waited around for about forty five minutes. Um, with one of Bill's homebrews, nicely chilled, and a beer glass, right? <laughs> yeah. And Kieran waited about 10 minutes up, and he called me when Bill ran past, and I poured the beer 150 metres from the finish, the actual finish line. As Bill came past, I handed him a beer. Bill takes the beer and just sinks it and keeps on powering through the what, finish what line. What annoyed me about that, though... Was that they had a, an announcer on the finish line yeah. that was announcing everyone coming through, and like if someone was wearing a wacky costume or something, and they go, "And here's Jeremy Smith," uh, and dressed up like a big carrot, great, good finish there, champ. Because obviously they got the computerized ships and stuff. So I was like, "How do you not make a comment about the bloke finishing the two twenty-two and a half k's, <laughs> sinking a beer?" <laughs> Wow. Where was outrageous. the comment? Where Absolutely was the comment? Outrageous. Maybe Wellington there was a few of them doing that. But I no, think that, that, that's, no. that, that, that I, I, I would be staggered if somebody's done that before. That I'd is... like to go on record and, and state uh, my preference to, to run a half marathon. Mm. Hopefully, maybe later this year. Yeah, and if if that happens, 
I want to be here at the end. I, All want, right. I want the same. Now drink. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to jump on that. I'm going to jump on yep. that. In October, okay, I am going to run the Melbourne Marathon. The full one. Oh, the full one. The full one. Forty k's. That is forty kilometers. Forty four. Is think. that when? The, all right, I'm going to run the half. I'm not yeah, the full. Not the full. That's ridiculous. That's an hour. I'm going to run. I'm going to run the half marathon. The Great Ocean Road half marathon. Before that, I've just started training. Um, Do you run? Yeah. Okay. A little bit. What's What's the longest you've run before? Uh, probably about twenty k's. Okay, so you've done done like a half or a couple of halves before. Yeah. I, I, some I, people... I, I, am, I do have the natural benefit of being built for long distance running. So, mm. I, I... But mm. for those who can't see at home, he has sort of like a Kenyan, very, <laughs> very much that sort of build. But white. Yes. Very, very, very white. Although you are slightly burnt from going down the beach yesterday. That's true. That's true. So look, I will also join in this. Maybe, maybe not for the marathon. I will also join you. I will have a beer on the finish line as well. So I'm yeah, not going to mm. have a full 500 mil extraordinarily strong craft beer I am which Bill sunk um, but I, I will also have a beer to, to raise a glass to, to, to the great Mr. Penfold now I so feel like I just want to clarify so you're going to run the whole thing yes and I'll, I'll run the half one yeah, and right. what do you say you're going to do the great ocean road one as well half marathon in, when's in, that uh, that's in May well, oh May yeah yeah I'll be definitely yeah, so we've, we've got maybe. we've it's got two Great Ocean Road, man. Yeah, that sounds kind of cool. That sounds kind of Apollo Bay. Great. I've never done the Great Ocean Road, so why not do it on my feet? Yeah, well, seeing as we've got two announcements of running half marathons and marathons, oh, I go. feel compelled <laughs> okay, to go. let the audience know that I will not be running. And <laughs> but someone's got to pour the beers. He will be sinking beers. Someone's got to pour the beer. That's it. Clem to do that. because Clem Clem in Adelaide have already said. I've nice already made a date to go to brunch while I'm running half Fantastic. in Apollo Bay. That's that's their Well, plan. Big Dog can pour my one. Yeah, I would, I'd, actually, I would single. like to do a marathon, and I'm, and I'm, I'm reasonably fit. You know, I, I reckon you could run a half marathon, Big yeah, Dog. Yeah, but I, I, don't think, I don't think my back would appreciate uh, 20Ks of running on uh, bitumen. So I'm more of the yoga... Tom, I'm a bit weird like that. No, no, I do sort of. I don't think. I don't think yoga should, marathon. Yoga marathon. Yoga marathon. Yeah. What was that? Twenty two and a half. Well, what they do is now. Well, okay. what uh, what people do do like a yoga session is generally kind of anywhere between an hour to an hour and a half, and there are a lot of people who do double ups and triple ups during the day, which is a lot of yoga. We know you don't like to double. You up. don't like to double up. I don't like to double dip. <laughs> <laughs> That's different. Now, Matt Matt will probably be wondering what the double dip is, but uh, it goes back to the first to episode it. of the yeah. podcast where we got into a vicious debate, which has been going around for a long time about whether on the way home from the pub late at night you can stop at a McDonald's or a KFC or something like that more than once on your trip home. So you get your feed, <laughs> and then can you go in again? Matt, seeing as you're here, can you do that? So is this going back to the same McDonald's or going to a different one different along the way? way? So you can go into a McDonald's or once and get as much food as you like. But once you leave that McDonald's, that is it. All right, you go yeah. home and if you're still hungry, too bad. So Big Dog, you've said your pace. you said it 20 times. Matt, what do they do over in Perth? I would say if you've gone into one McDonald's and you've gotten your, your drunken food and left, that you can't go back into that same McDonald's. And go go back to them. But can you go to another one? Yeah, you can go to another oh! one. Oh! They don't know where you've been. There they we have been it. There we have I it. think it's more about the, the conscience the, the of inner the mind. Self. Yeah, it's an inner <laughs> self thing. Big Dog says you just don't do it. Now, I should also point out that uh, Kieran is looking resplendent. Of course. 
in his New Zealand cricket shirt, patriot that he is. Very resplendent. And it's a bit of an irony because I believe he's going to go and work at the Asian Cup. I am. I am going to the Asian Cup, but I don't really own own a soccer top. And New Zealand isn't isn't in the, um, the Asian Confederation where... Swimming in Oceania and smashing the likes of New Caledonia <laughs> <laughs> and the Cook Islands to earn our place. And yeah, then it's, it's like we tough. smashed them during the qualification, then we ended up getting put up against Mexico to be fair to enter which, the World Cup, and we got absolutely to be spanked, fair. If New Zealand's spanked like a if New Zealand's not categorized like as being part of the Asian region, it's a Kind of an irony that Australia it, is. To be fair, that's only for soccer. That. No, that's Australia's not part of Asia. Let's be honest. It's not. Well, not really. Know. Can I say? How do you feel about Australia being part of the Asian qualifying area and New Zealand not? Because mm, that's weird. you do get automatically get to essentially by beating up on the likes of the Cook Islands. Um, you do essentially get an automatic shot. At qualifying for the and we, World Cup. And, oh, and we, and we should also easy. say, when we say beating up on the Cook Islands, this is on the soccer field. <laughs> if you come across a person from the Cook Islands on the street, <laughs> they're lovely. People. More than likely that they could hey, probably do the opposite. Thank very, you for clarifying uh, that. Very friendly us. people. Um, they, they are lovely people, the but I'm just saying, Callum, let's not. Like, let's not. <laughs> Stop trying to incite racial hatred. That's what we're really short. You miss out on playing in the Asian Cup, which is which is a fairly big deal. It is a big deal. A fairly big deal. It's good, it's Do good you for think it. that's a good trade-off to have the opportunity to play off against Mexico, for instance? Or the only uh, reason we played Mexico was because Mexico was so horrific now. in their qualifying yeah. that they qualified like, like last or something. Like they did, they took the longest possible route to make the World Cup, and they're mm. a very good side. Oh yeah, traditionally they're so very they were good kind time. of like, oh, we you know, so who would we have to beat? Oh, New Zealand. Oh, I think that'll be okay. And so we got smashed. So, unfortunately, because they played so badly in their qualification, we ended up playing probably a much better side than we ideally would have wanted to. But prior to that... Who did you qualify against in the, in the previous World Cup? I think it was Bahrain, or was that the Socceroos? Okay. No, 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 we played Bahrain. In, no, Bahrain we, we qualified uh, against Bahrain in the soccer. You know yeah. who would know? Bill, because he was there. Mm. He was there. Um, that was, the game was played at Westpac Stadium in Wellington mm. when the um, when the All Whites. I think they went through on penalties, mm. and uh, it was a, it was a, or was it a goal? I can't remember. It might have been a goal because I think Bill missed it. Mm. I can't remember. Yeah. Mm. Um, interestingly, you were, you talk about me going to work. Um, mm. The quarter final, um, the Asian Cup hosted in Melbourne, is on Thursday. Had the Socceroos either drawn or won last night, they would have been playing on Thursday. Mm. So at work, we were prepping for a big one Thursday. Now it's going to be like, you know, Dead. North Korea versus Palestine or something. Oh, the North Koreans are here? Definitely not going to be Yeah, Palestine. the North Koreans are here, but they, oh, good grief, you call them the North Koreans, you are in trouble. What are they? They are the... De- <laughs> the People's in one Democratic of the Republic? Democratic People's Republic, in one of the more yeah. ironic world names going around. Kim um, Jong's team. Um, oh, it might have... Been uh, maybe maybe I'm pulling this out of my ass, but um, a while ago there was a big sport competition with people with a team from the Democratic People's mm-hmm. Republic, and some of them deserted. Like they like once yeah, they were out of there, they yeah. decided to make a run for it. Oh, Absolutely. why wouldn't you? Fair enough. But We've that, got several hiding here right now. Yeah, that's, that's right. El Castadel Spray Street. So, Kieran, I have an apology Possibly, here for you. No. Apologies. Okay. Um, for me specifically. In the, yes, uh, I was wrong in the 2010 FIFA World Cup qualification. 
New Zealand did complete a two-legged home away playoff against Bahrain. Bahrain okay, so My apologies. Bahrain. Yeah, I, I, I just assumed that, as it has always been for Australia, they play off against the fifth-place South American team. Um, apparently, it was um, it was the fifth-place team from the Asian football That's team. That's so ad hoc to do that, though. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of bizarre. like, who are we going to play? Well, we'll uh, just let you play those guys. Anyway. Yeah, Matt makes a good point that um, there is a history of athletes from sort of... Uh, Difficult war-torn countries actually absconding. absconding. There's there's you know Olympics where people have gone missing, and to, to the point where now I think at the the recent Olympics um, there was actually like some of the countries had like full-on security details to make oh, sure they didn't just bugger off running away. Wow, well, oh. surprising that the um, the members of the North Korean football team absconded, given that they did win the recent World Cup. I don't know if you guys are aware of, oh, yes. of that. They actually won I the World Cup. Yep, yep. So that's, um, they won the World Cup? They did win the World Cup. How did Cup. they win the World Cup? Um, by being the best team and by being a dictatorship nation with no media. Yeah. And an excellent Smooth. version of Photoshop, I believe that helped as well. I think how, did they the fake an entire, how did they fake an entire football tournament? Um, well, they, they, they sent the team off, and then when the team came back, they They said they won. won. Yeah, they won. Mm. That is amazing. Probably with, like, a cup that said, you know, World Cup in Korean. It's a bit like... Um, that's that's handy that it said World Cup in... in, in wouldn't in be Korean. that difficult, because the punch bowls that we serve drinks in at work actually look like the Asian Cup. In fact, I was walking around the other day with a punch bowl full of ice, and the security guard goes, Hey, you're nicking off the Asian Cup there, mate. And I said, Oh, <laughs> good one. Nice one, mate. And then I actually looked at the, the magazine that we've got that actually has all the stats on the Asian Cup. Quite similar, our punch bowls. And if I put it on the on a black tray, we've got these black service trays, it actually looks a lot like the Asian Cup. So I whacked a punch bowl on top of the tray and I was just walking around just showing off the old Asian Cup. Nice. So wow. Think really so that how much, that's cool. How much liquid can you put in the Asian Cup? Oh, I'd say you'd get at least 10 litres in there. Oh, so it, oh, is, the, it is literally good for punch. Oh, yeah. The real Asian Cup, probably nudging 20 litres. Wow. It's a, it's a classic thing to drink out of your trophy. Oh, they drink delicious. out They drink out Always of the Bledisloe. What else do they drink out of? Of course you could drink out of the Bledisloe. It's massive. That is massive, that one there. What you couldn't really get much of a drink out of, perhaps maybe half a shot. <laughs> and you'd have to tip out the ashes as well. That is the actual ashes. <laughs> <laughs> so that'd be controversial on its own. You'd probably get half a shot of tequila. The the um, the, the, the premier, AFL Premiership Cup, magnificent for, for drinking. drinking. Yep, Absolutely. Yep. Do you do, know, you, do does anyone else not find it amazing? I mean, I know personally, if I was entrusted with looking after the Ashes Trophy, that I would just put it down somewhere, and it's so fucking small that I would just lose it. Yeah, of course you would. Um, I'd just be like, I don't know where I've put it. I'd probably left it in my jeans pocket somewhere. It's probably gone through the wash. And that's why you'll you never know, look after the Ashes. The actual real, the original Ashes urn is actually in the Museum and Lords. It's mm. too fragile. It doesn't come to Australia. To transport. The one that they hand out, I think there's about, I think there's like two official replica trophies. Where is it? Is it at Lords out. or Old Trafford? It's at Lords. Lords. The home of cricket. The home cricket. They did bring it out to Australia once did and it they? was in like an air sealed container and it got a first class seat and, you know, because it's so fragile. They brought it out for, I think, the 100 year anniversary. In the late nineties, I can't remember. There's a lot, of, a lot of facts when you go on a tour. Yeah, they just give you a lot of facts. Oh, yeah, and facts and statistics. retaining them very difficult sometimes. Mm. Very difficult. Mm. Speaking of facts, here we go. Oh, yeah. Here just, we go. Can I just share this with you because oh. this is this is beautiful. Oh boy, um, this is from the Telegraph. Uh, a North Korea news broadcast has appeared on YouTube channel Korea News Backup 
telling North Koreans that their national team will play Portugal in the World Cup final tonight. This is uh, Lies. 13th of July 2014. The news footage also tells viewers that their country's team has beaten Japan 7-0, Lies. USA 4-0, Lies. and China 2-0. Bizarre scoreline. Keeping, Lies. It, Lies. keeping Lies. some clean sheets, the old North Korean <laughs> goal. So team, many uh, lies. It even shows footage of Kim Jong-un standing in front of a crowd of cheering football fans. Sadly, while the North Korean leadership have vivid imaginations when it comes to installing, instilling nationalistic pride in their people, it appears this news report is one step too far, even for them. Yahoo Sport un- unveiled the video as a fake. Did they out, really? <laughs> pointing oh, out that nice the newsreader's lips no- are out Yahoo of sync just... and the dialect is incorrect. Can I just ask... <laughs> I'm glad they put that under the forensic note. That is great oh, work by Google Callum McDonald there, but can I just ask, is any North Korean citizen really getting fooled by that and going, you know what? That's awesome. Well, they don't Move have one. they don't have any sort of outside media. It's yeah. a strange country. No, but I mean, I'm sure that you would go. Really, they're they're a brainwashed country. They believe whatever they get told. I don't know if they're a brainwashed no, country they or they're just they completely are. a suppressed country. Well, we can say whatever we like about them. They won't be listening to this because they don't get Western internet. I tell you what, who I tell you who wouldn't win a World Cup final. And that's Kim Jong-un on his own feet. He can barely stand up well, these days. according to the media, he's he got gout. sidestep Cristiano Ronaldo and bang three in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say that makes me feel really good. When you've been Cristiano suffering... Cristiano Ronaldo went down to the North Koreans and had to cop a silver medal. Well, I'm pretty, God, I'm pretty sure oh. in North Korea they did Just the they did actually advertise his illness because he had a mystery illness not that long ago, was gout. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. a person who's got gout is going to... You know, sidestep around Cristiano Ronaldo. No. Well, it probably he was healthy during the tournament. You well, to think. oh, right, I see. And so North Koreans are going to take that into account and go, yeah, there you were, know what, it's, it's possible. A, it's a fascinating no. country. There were whisperings. Oh, I'm sure it is. There were whisperings when he went off the radar, didn't make any public appearances for six weeks. There were whisperings that his sister was primed to take over. Yeah, apparently, yeah. apparently that's a possibility. Who knew he had a sister? Yeah, he's also, well, Kim Jong-un's dad, Kim Jong-il. Yep. He has a brother who they also worry about as making a side kind of like a coup, I guess. Oh, like a North Korean coup. Mm. That would be something. Yeah. That would so, be something worth watching. I'm not sure where he is. I'm not sure if he's based in North Korea or if he's somewhere else, but I know you he's quite he's, powerful as well. I don't think you're allowed to be based anywhere else. Well, actually, I don't know it's, about that. One I done. don't know 100% because he's actually part of the family. He might be somewhere else. I have a mm. suspicion, but I could be wrong I think about they're that. allowed to go out. Like, Kim Jong-un, like, he studied... Outside of the country. Yeah, right. Like when he was uh, in university. I think he was in England somewhere. Yeah. yeah okay. We could maybe get Callum to check that out. But uh, The stats on Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Speaking of sport, and also my shirt that you mentioned, mm. I am wearing a uh, a replica 92 New Zealand Cricket World Cup shirt. Was um, a good good year for good New year. Zealand Cricket? We, well, I mean, we choked. We should have won the World Cup that year, but anyway, we didn't. That's fine. Who um, did you lose to? West Indies. Pakistan in the semis in Christchurch. I was and then there, I think I the West Indies won overall. No, right? Pakistan. West Indies weren't even involved. I was young and then upset, and I'd probably cry if it happened again. But um, it is a it is a replica of the '92 World Cup to celebrate the upcoming World Cup, also being held here in New Zealand. Mm. And um, I'm 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 tipping us. I'm just going to put it out there right now. Kiwis all the way. Well, I look, think we can do it. We got a strong lineup. We're good at one day. I don't We've think got good momentum. I don't think we play you until at least, it, and this is if we both make it through, which you would assume that you'd, probably you'd think will. so. Yeah, probably what the semis. Or the quarters? Oh, no, I think the final. 
I think I think we're yeah, on opposite, have to go all I the think way. We're opposite sides of the draw. All the way, LBJ kind of style. Yeah, mm. and um, I think you guys have got South Africa on your side, and that's that's your danger team. Mm. That's your done. I think mm. we've got uh, India for memory as, as the Who, top top four sort of favourite sides to, uh, to the, go the distance. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Okay. Can I can I just look? We, we should place a clarification here. I have just read on Adelaide now. Oh boy. That apparently that video has been debunked as a fake. What? Yeah, so it wasn't put up by the that's, Korean government. It wasn't government. put up by the Korean government. That's oh, the North really? Korean. It wasn't put government. up by the Korean government. So, um, so it was a prank uh, video. In fact, this is the, just the, the news keeps on unveiling. Well, it doesn't feel like it's valid either way. It's still pretty. Funny. It is pretty great. Pretty yeah. Do you guys think it was fair for North Korea to get fired up about that movie that came out that Hollywood made the other day where? The characters, uh, the two lead characters, are plotting to assassinate Kim Jong, and they got right angry about the situation. Well, they got very uppity. There's, about it. there's, there's contrary reports that say that maybe because Sony allegedly traced the hack back to North Korea. This is a country that's working on dial-up at best. Ah, mm. There's, there's, there's theories that you proxy know, the Facebook. The hack came from elsewhere and. Mm. They certainly didn't follow through with any of the, the threats. All I'll were. say is, I'm not going to not not one to spout conspiracy theories, but it created a lot of publicity for a movie that is, by all accounts, pretty mediocre. Tell you what, film isn't that mediocre and is a lot of fun to watch. That's Dumb and Dumber Two. Oh, but, <laughs> oh yes. Have you seen it? I did see it, and it's basically it's a uh, a rehash of all the old gags. Well, that's what sequels are when you make them twice. But suck later. me sideways, did I enjoy it? <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Has there been a sequel before? There no, was. There was. There, there was. There was. There was like a oh, side really? yeah. kind of thing that was done with a couple of other actors. Oh yeah, it wasn't. Oh, you know, yeah. like it was kind of like an offshoot, yeah. and it wasn't very good. Kind of like American Pie Seven. Don't think I ever saw it. Yeah. Don't think it was any good. Another film that is good. Saw it last night. Is Michael Keaton's Birdman? Oh, I want to see that. Is that good? It is. Damn good. Damn good. That's a D-A-M-N good. I, I don't know what his odds are to win, but if he doesn't win an Oscar... Oh, you should, that should be on the internet, Cal. Yeah. You should be able to find... If Michael Keaton does not win an Oscar for Birdman, then I, then, I don't know, Birdman. then I don't know... Then I don't know... Then I don't know... I don't know what kind of acting that, uh, you need to do. You've given that your seal of approval. Mm. I, I want to throw an idea to you, big dog. Mm. Um, for, for a segment that we could do. Yeah. Maybe made to premiere on the live... Podcast coming live, soon. Live, 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 live. Date to be uh, locked in soon. Um, a segment called Big Dog's Bone, where you have a bone to pick with something or someone. Well, I could start it you, right you now. Go, okay. I have Big a bone, bone to pick. Oh, who have I got a bone to pick with? I was hoping you'd have one straight off well, the Well, I've got to think about this for a second. Well, that's, that's what I was going to interject here. I was going to wait until the, the next one. I've got the odds for the best actor in twenty fifth at the 2015 Oscars. Yeah. Um, at four to seven. Four to we're, seven? We're going to stick... We're going to stick... That's um, weird odds. We're going to stick... Uh, Put them in decimal. I can't understand that. We're going to stick with um, bet... Can we get them in decimal form? Bet three six five. I thought that was just for sporting bets. Well, they no, they all do entertainment. They you can be on politics, you can be anything, man, anything you want. I'll tell you what, I've got a bone to pick with. Here we go, Samuel L. Jackson. Bet three sixty. What are you doing (laughs) in Australia? Come on, I'm just saying. Like you're the man that was bloody awesome in, you know, Pulp Fiction. What do you need? What are you you doing betting advertisements for? Completely unnecessary. Money. Does the Samuel L. Jackson really the need art. cash? He's doing it for the art. Yeah, but does George Clooney 
Need the money oh, from going, Oh, man, hey. i got a bone to pick with that bloke. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, big dog, you only get one bone. You only get one bone. You, you can't have multiple bones? Well, you can't have multiple bones on one episode of the podcast. Yeah. So you're saying just one bone at a time? One bone at a time. That's fair enough. Save that bone. Okay, okay, okay. So, right. so, so, so hold Can on. you just the, have a regular The odds rent? on sportsbet.com.au for best actor at the 2015 Academy Awards, we have Bradley Cooper, American Sniper. At Apparently going to be a pretty good film too, that one. 34. 30, 34. Based on a real um, story about the, the uh, American Sniper who got the most kills. Yeah. And, yeah when? Anyway. Where? Oh, it, most kills in, 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 in combat, yeah. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay. Uh, now, here's a controversial one. This may raise some hackles. Some um, I'm personally a big fan, but um, I know that certainly, certainly a lot of people aren't. It, at 34 is also probably... You wouldn't have tipped this for a Best Actor nomination about 10 years ago. Steve Carell. For oh, Fox yes! Catcher. I've heard about this film. I think he plays a wrestling coach. <laughs> um, okay, I'm just moving really quickly. Unrecognisable as well, isn't it? Apparently. Um, help. Another film perhaps to check out. Benedict Cumberbatch, the imitation uh, game. Sherlock himself. Um, at 15s. Yep. He uh, is a damn good actor, that guy. So yeah, he'll, be, he'll be up there. Second place in the odds. Obviously, yep. the nominations are already out. So they've only got came five out, uh, a couple the, of days uh, ago. Field. Um, Eddie Redmayne. Don't know. For Hawking. The Theory of Everything. He plays Stephen Hawking. Hawking. Yep. Yep. At oh, $1.91. Yeah. Yep. And by a long stretch, the, uh, the favourite here, the heavy favourite here, Michael Keaton, Birdman, at one dollar seventy one. Those are that's very oh, definitely it's pretty short. Sure. Like, yeah, you can. You can definitely How long has this been a thing where you can you can bet on who's going to win the like, award for as long as online betting has been big? And you see, you're talking the last five or six years. Because oh. I saw the other day that they've um, now got betting for Triple J Hottest One Hundred. Mm. They've had really. I've mm. oh, yeah. bet on that years ago. I bet on um, they did the the Triple Triple J Hottest One Hundred of all time. Mm-hmm. About they when was that? I was rehearsing for Crooked, so that was two thousand and nine. And um, I put $25 on Smells Like Teen Spirit at 4 to 1. Mm-hmm. Tied it up. Cheeky hundy. So, oh, so this, been, is, been going this, on this is the best, while. Triple J's best songs of that all time. very good on is it? that song. That, that was always That's why I did it. That. That was, that was like, that, That's why I put 25 on. It's probably mm. the most I've ever been on anything. I was like, that's a lock. I'm having it. And it was. Yeah. An investment, if you will. An investment. Absolutely. An investment, <laughs> not a bet. The controversy over the betting odds is, is sprung up because um, Taylor Swift... Oh, her oh, fans have started a campaign to get her up there. I found out about that yesterday, and I'm outraged. I'm outraged. I'm too. outraged. You cannot. Have you got a bone cannot, to pick with that, Cal? I have a bone to pick with Taylor Swift. C Max bone. I have get your bone, bone out, to pick with Taylor Swift fans. <laughs> Taylor Swift. That's fans a bone out to there. pick with Taylor I, Swift I, fans. Not Taylor Swift. Not fans. a bone to pick with Taylor Swift. I'm sure Taylor herself. Swift is 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 a, is a pleasant individual. No, she's I have no problem annoying. with people enjoying her music, but you literally and you'll excuse my profanity here, you literally cannot walk out your fucking door and trip over without listening to one of her songs. And I resent the shit out of the fact that they feel the need to impose her music on a whole bunch of other people who probably already listen on average to one of her songs at least once a day, whether they want well, to or not. You know, End of rant. I'll just say on that, I don't actually know one single Taylor Whiffs. You think Whiff. that? <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift, Taylor Whiff, Taylor whatever. Whiff. 
Anyway, you get you get the gist of what I'm saying. So if you, you think you, that you don't, big dog, but you probably do oh, because yeah, you probably, might have maybe I do. But oh, you know, it's I, very I think background. It's very genericy background. The new stuff's very poppy, but our old stuff is very country. Yeah, the yeah, thing with yeah. music these days is you have to be really disciplined about what you're prepared to listen to and what you're prepared not to listen yeah, to. Because most of it's shit. Yeah, excuse, most of the most of the stuff that you hear, if you choose to just dial into whatever's around and like the first thing that'll pop up is always most popular music and mm. as a general rule I don't think that's really for us because yeah. we're not teenagers anymore true, you know what I mean true. Far, far from it um, know, so Kieran Kieran, what's your take though on the, on the whole Taylor Swift Triple J Hottest 100 well uh, the Triple J unfortunately have left themselves open to this because um, so when you go online and you vote, they they put pretty much every song that's been played is available on the voting chart. At the bottom of that, there is a uh, a spot to insert any other song you wish. Oof. And the, this is the thing. That's like Taylor if Swift hasn't been played on Triple J at all. So she's not on the chart. She's not on the chart. That's ridiculous. But you can technically, under their rules, vote for her mm. using that form. Which you can only vote for her a song once. I don't think she'll make it, and I think Triple J will probably. Um, disqualify her on a few grounds, but they won't mint. They certainly won't advertise it because they want all the Taylor Swifties, if that's what they're called, and they want to listen Taylor, all the way there. Taylor Swifties, Swifties, I like that. Pulling a Swiftie, um, mm-hmm. I reckon, because Triple J have another couple of rules. The rules are vague. Um, one of their rules is that they can disqualify any song that's had any um, commercial campaigning Doesn't for it. Although this is not a commercial campaign, some people have pointed out. Um, but I think you'll find Triple J will not let it happen. But they certainly won't advertise it because they want everyone listening because this is a big controversy. And once you get to the top ten, if T-Swift hasn't been played, everyone will be listening. Doesn't People that are against her will be listening to see if she pops up because then if it does, they can be outraged. People that are for it will be listening to see if she made it. Everyone's going to be listening. Triple J gets their best listening figures of the year. Hopefully Taylor Swift gets canned and can I, we can, can all I say, be happy I, I, this about is, that. This is just sums it up beautifully for me. I've got a quote here from um, Izzy Man Freddy from The Preachers, who I don't know who that is, but no, this, is, this is just, I think this succinctly sums up for me the entire argument. Taylor Swift doesn't need to be on Triple J. While she loves listening to Taylor Swift, Izzy Man Freddy from The Preachers says playing the pop singer on Triple J would take airplay away from young Australian bands. There it is. She doesn't need it. It's a weird thing. All I'm saying is that, um, yeah, if Triple J is going to try and disqualify one, and based because around the fact that they want to have a certain iconic image of their own radio station, then wasn't there a it's campaign be fraught with last problems? Yeah, there's a campaign last, maybe the year before or last year for Gangnam Style. Like it, it didn't get the traction that this Taylor Swift has. Mm, but yeah. I remember hearing something about people wanting to vote for it, as, like mm. as a laugh, as a. Yeah, to get it up there. I Good think, old song. I think I, there's a difference, though. I don't think it'll get enough votes. You can only vote... You get ten votes, you can only vote for a song once. So you have to vote for ten individual songs. That means everyone's going to have to input that song once. And I don't think it'll get the number of votes. I don't I don't think it will. And I think Triple J will, will pull it. But that's just me. It just um, goes down to what people think is important music. You know? Well, they, then, call, they call the Triple J Hottest 100 the, the world's biggest music democracy. And so there's this kind of... The ideal of having the list and it's pure and it's voted for and that's what it is. Then there's also, you know, Taylor Swift has no place there. It's completely against the spirit of the thing. So you've got, you've got the spirit of the democracy versus the spirit of Triple J. But the, the point is, why does she not have a place there? Just because they've decided that she's too bubblegum pop for Triple J. Well, that's, they don't, yeah, they don't I play mean, her music. Then so that's, not a, that's not a democracy then. 
Well, the democracy is the fact that the the list is voted for. It's a voting mm. thing. That is a fact. You'd have to say Triple J are probably loving the attention. They probably they probably it. would be. Yeah. yeah. And one way or the other, they'll be the biggest winners out of all of this. Absolutely. You'd have to think. Yeah. Mm. We shall see. Come Australia Day, all will be revealed. Good discussion. My tip is no. And Triple J will sit there laughing all the way to the bank when they get record listeners. As they always On a straight day. Straight day. Uh, um, Big Dog, your tip for uh, T-Swizzle, Hottest 100, yes or no? That'd be a defiant no. Defiant no? As in... As in won't be played. Won't, won't, be played. won't even really be acknowledged. Matt, your tip? Uh, I'm going to say no as well. Yep, yep. Based, and, and based on? In the interest of not causing massive public riots. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also going to... In the interest of Tex no. Perkins not coming down and cutting everyone's head yeah, off. Yeah, Triple J are much better off bowing to the pressure from their own fans mm-hmm. than yeah. the fan, the people that are Taylor Swift fans and not Triple J fans. They're better off telling the Swifties to fuck off and appeasing their own fans and therefore keeping them. And the Taylor Swift fans, they're not going to suddenly jump on board and start listening Hell to Triple no. J. Because they've got no musical taste. I think that's a good place to end it. I think it is. Boys, so, it's been real. This has been a ripper. It's been awesome. Stay been tuned to the podcast uh, sites. Where there have been promises. There have been, there's been oh, sport. Yeah, there's been a lot of yes. There's stuff. been controversy. It is definitely genuine. We are going to do a live podcast. Yep. It's going to be 100% live. Well, when we say 100%, it's going to be what, like a two-second delay? Uh, roughly, yeah. yeah. I think so. so that's it's about as live as you can get. As live as you can get. You'll be able to text in. We'll have a Facebook event. You'll be able to interact and I had someone ask me, Gavin from work, mm. said, "Can I come and sit in the lounge while it happens?" <laughs> I was like, "You can More do that anyway." That's a yes, that's, Gavin. Um, that's, that's a yes. That's we a might yes. have to keep it just in the interest of capacity in this apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets will be limited. Tickets will be limited. We'll set up a try booking. We'll have a great. few mm. few brews, and it'll be an absolute hoon. So, uh, so that's it for today. It's been a ripper. Thank you, Matt, for coming all the way from Perth. Just for the podcast. Actually, from South Yarra, but let's roll. Like, hey, Yes, Matt, how's your recommendation for sitting in line? Um, I enjoyed it. I was just going to say to Gavin, yeah, if you happen to just be hanging around anyway, you might get on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. You never know. We'll, we'll swing the mic around to those. Um, it will be happening soon in the coming weeks. Uh, we will, of course... Let you know exactly when that is so you can grab a brew, sit down, and tune in to the Barry Bullock Hour. If you're a Taylor Swift fan, you may have some feedback on the Hottest 100. Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> and we'll tell you to fuck off. All well right, then. Well that done. is the music time. That is us. Well Thanks done. for listening. We'll, we'll, just playing us we'll out. see Rip you later. Uh, next time. Yeah. Oh, it's Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, thank Well done. What a goose. What a is, ghost. Is what that a ghost. the song? Is that the Taylor Swift song? Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> Get oh, it off. Disgusting. <laughs> it reminds me of Garth in uh, Wayne's World 2 when they put on a bit of Kenny G. And he's like, ah, my ears, I'm my ears. Outraged. I'm outraged you have that on your computer. He's not listening. <laughs> oh, no. The ghost of wilderness struck again. <laughs>